As the 1970s transitioned into the 1980s, and porno chic, that moment in time when it was socially acceptable to watch a pornographic movie at the cinema, began to dissipate, mainstream audiences looking for a bit of TNA had to go elsewhere for their fix. Noticing the drawing power of sex, Hollywood studios like Warner Brothers and Columbia began producing films as influenced by pornography as they were any other kind of picture. The resulting output is what we'd understand today as the earliest examples of the erotic thriller. Noirish stories of murder, madness, obsession and deception. They're already twisting narratives amplified by copious scenes of simulated, yet nonetheless sizzling, thrusting and grunting. Now, you know exactly the films that we're talking about. Body Heat from 1981, Jagged Edge from 1985, Fatal Attraction from 1987, and at the cultier end of the spectrum, Brian De Palma's Dress to Kill and Body Double. Critical hits? Generally. Financial hits? Pretty much always. Because even if their box office wasn't too great, and yes, we're looking at you, Body Double, there was a new market that these movies were catering for. Video and cable TV, which, by the late 1980s, was in full bloom. Video and cable had revolutionised how movies could be consumed, especially those that offered a bit of skin. Now, in the comfort of your own home, you could ogle to your heart's content, and Jagged Edge et al. were all frequent renters and late-night staples. Their appeal? Well, to a certain extent. That's something we're going to be exploring as this series rattles along. However, for now, let's just say that these potent blends of sex, violence and assorted shenanigans would resonate with viewers regardless of their gender, sexual preference and cinematic sensibilities. As such, and is so often the case, the success of these big Hollywood productions would quickly be echoed in the low-budget arena. And as the 1990s crept in, a slew of imitators designed almost exclusively for video and the cable market were beginning to litter video store shelves and post watershed TV listings. It's here that you find us. Flesh Noir. I'm Dave Wayne, and sitting by my right-hand side for the first time in a long time is Matty Budrevich. Hello. Welcome to our new podcast. Isn't it exciting? It's tremendously exciting. It is. We're, we're, we're moist in anticipation, which is a coincidence. <laughs> very, very really. fitting. Very Perfectly fitting. fitting. Mm. Um, so what's this? This is going out as episode zero. Zero. This is ground zero of, um, of the erotic thriller, because it's people have discussed the erotic thriller for quite some time, but they've never discussed 
this aspect, which mm. is which is mm. our aspect, our, our our forte. It's what we're into. It's yeah. direct to video. You know, there are podcasts out there that cover the more mainstream aspects mm. of the genre, um, but there's nothing that covers the meat. Uh, it's not fresh meat. I mean, it might be slightly <laughs> rotting meat. It's day old. It's it's mince. It's that fifteen percent fatty mince that you get sometimes. <laughs> that is a little bit cheaper, or that pork beef mince blend that never really mm, seems mm, to sit okay, quite right. Okay. But you know, nonetheless, it's it's the meat. What I consider to be the meat of the the genre, which is, I mean, it's 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 pretty. I mean, these films are uh, extraordinary. Yes, and I think that the. We should probably address that that is the big reason why we're doing this because there are so many brilliant straight to video, made for cable, what have you, erotic thrillers that uh, they have completely fallen by the wayside. Mm, mm. It is, for my money, the most neglected of all genres. Yeah, I'd completely agree. I mean, I have concerns about doing this. Mm. Yeah? Because we did the last series and it was natural selection. It was creature features. Mm -hmm. um, creature features are still as important as ever now. Yeah, yeah. We've seen that with the success of The Meg and other films like Crawl that mm. have come out in, in recent years. Mm. And you can see that the thirst for those films is still as apparent and still as vibrant mm. as ever. And of course, they could... The stuff we talked about was still fairly readily available. Very much so. But but sex changes. <laughs> it does because you look back to when these films came out, mm, mm. and that kind of titillation mm. was all that was available. I mean, internet killed these movies. Yes, completely. So, yeah, yeah. I'm wondering how we can appeal to an audience. It, it's a matter of it's a matter of twisting their expectation mm. because you've got to look at the fact that the porn, hardcore pornography today has been normalised for, for, for mid to late teenagers. Hmm. They're on the phones and they're looking at, you know, the most heinous graphic acts. Hmm. Uh, you know, the As am I. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right now, actually. I would have thought you were doing it. Um, but, you know, the, and, and you think to yourself, well, it makes you feel to a degree like a dinosaur. And the yeah. fact that we're in the age of readily available hard porn, hard, hard porn pornography. <laughs> and we're... Um, you know, we're talking about something that seems almost um, a little... Old hat and vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. Antiquated? Antiquated? So whatever, however you say it. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, I'm concerned about that because how do you, how do you um, quantify the appeal of these films? Mm. They were designed to titillate. Yes, fundamentally. Yeah, that is you what know, the erotic for a little... It, it that, was designed for titillation at home. Yeah, you've got that great quote from the guy who ran Medusa Pictures at the time, who said, you know, that they're good quality B-movies, uh, B for beer, B for biryani, uh, and B for bonking, <laughs> which, is, which, which, which we're releasing, Medusa Pictures, we're releasing uh, for men aged 18 to 30. Yeah. Now, yeah. in 2021, men aged 18 to, 20, 18 to 30 aren't going to have any interest in these films mm. whatsoever. So... How are we going to pitch this to people? So, the sex and the nudity, mm -hmm. that's the big sell. Yeah. Okay, and I don't care what anyone says, <laughs> people like to see nudity and gratuitous sex on screen. Mm -hmm. Aesthetically, it just there is nothing more aesthetically pleasing 
than a good love scene. Mm. Okay? Um, but beyond that, a lot of the films that we're going to be talking about in this 12-episode run, mm-hmm. they are there's some excellent stories. Yeah. These are some very, very good... But even if you took the nudity out and you just played them as, you know more like the 40s classic noirs mm-hmm. that sort of hinted and teased sex. There is a lot of good thrillers within this lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, to that end, there's a lot of strong quality characters. Yeah. Particularly, and this quite possibly is the USP of erotic thrillerdom, strong female characters. Absolutely. Because as much as you like to have the ballords going on about <laughs> how erotic thrillers are misogynistic mm-hmm. and female fr- flesh is misogynistic, no, no, no. showing it, oogling it, blah, 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 the erotic thriller contains some of the most fascinating, mm. fascinating female characters in cinema history, mm. particularly the ones that we're looking at, the straight-to-video, the made-to-cable ones. These are risky, edgy, fascinating female characters. Yeah, yeah. That's the most important thing about mm. this this endeavour, really, isn't it? I mean, you know, we just want to make the point that although we could well sit here and rub our thighs for the next 12 episodes over various, um, you know, scenes involving Shannon Tweed and and Tanya Roberts and, mm-hmm. and such like. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is, our mission is to create a roadmap and to sketch out the history of these films. And most importantly, to give them a voice. You know, just think of us up on the Mount Rushmore of B-movies there. <laughs> you know, hammer in hand and you passing the chisel and just carving out, you know, a place for these movies that doesn't mm. really exist right now because none of the boutique labels are interested in these films at the moment in fact no one seems to be interested which is which yeah, is criminal yeah and unfortunately that does lead to a major issue we'll be throwing you know 100 films at you during the next 12 episodes and the majority of these movies you know you won't be able to find which is frustrating yeah yeah you are going to have to dig deep to track a lot of these titles down. Yeah. However, the plus side to that is, it is something that we feel you will perhaps think is rewarding yeah. once you finally see them. Trust us when we say that tracking a lot of this stuff down is well worth the effort. Absolutely. It's a treasure hunt. So buckle up, and we'll see you soon. Sex. Sex. Sex.